Five on five in five on your very foggy Friday, September 29th. Stephen Albert and Kelly Rippin here with you. Um, you can't see us through the podcast and we can't see out our own windows. No. That's how foggy it is here up on uh, Mount Auburn, but everywhere else too. It's not just in your head. That is a real fog that is out there. Uh, definitely widespread as well. So sometimes we talk about the fog and it only impacts a handful of people. Not today. Not today. So let's get into the forecast for your Friday because this is the forecast that really matters ahead of the weekend. Um, so fog today likely won't clear until probably midday uh, when we really see this fully lift, when more people get a little bit of clarity. Um, that's also probably when your coffee finally kicks in. <laughs> right on time. Right on sign. time. <laughs> You and the fog are on the same same page today. So uh, mid-70s, that fog's kind of keeping the temperatures down a little bit. Um, this is coming from meteorologist Katie Donovan. Overnight, we are seeing 56. There might be more chances for fog again. And then tomorrow, we get back towards the 80s. So if you've got any of those fall activities planned, I know people have their blooms and berries tickets. They're heading to country pumpkins. I'm trying to convince my household that this is a good idea, even though it doesn't feel like fall. There'll be no convincing. You know they're going to go do it. We know how this works. I'm getting a little pushback. I'm not going to lie. He can keep pushing. We'll figure it out. We know how this ends. Yeah. Well, I mean, I will win at some point, whether it's this weekend or another. It's just a matter of time. So uh, weekend looking great, dry, which is wonderful, partly cloudy, back again into the 80s. And then we get kind of a return of summer next week, which we'll talk about on Monday here on 5 on 5 and 5. But we're not going to worry about Monday right now. It's just the weekend. Okay, let's get to the headlines. Five stories on Channel 5 in five minutes. The clock has started. Our first story, we could actually spend an hour talking about this first topic, child care funding. It makes us all cringe to think about it because we have to pay for it, deal with it, especially Kelly and I, we both have kids. But this one in particular, pandemic era funding for child care centers across the country is actually running out and they're trying to scramble to figure out what we're going to do because this money helped with keeping staff you know, there and engage with the students and help with uh, getting more people to come in. It's just not a great situation. It's not a great situation. And, you know, it will depend on your child care facility. If you go to a private child care facility, this may not impact you as much. But in the end, it could because wait times are already absolutely bonkers to try to get your child on a list. Uh, we put our name on. I was barely pregnant and they said, okay, well, hopefully we can get you in in a year, which, you know, a little bit about a biology. That's not how long it takes to cook a child. Um, so yeah, definitely an interesting situation here. Um, a lot of daycare facilities have probably tried to plan around knowing that this would expire at some point, but their biggest challenge is retaining teachers, paying teachers, uh, you know, different rules went into play whenever the pandemic happened. So that's what that money allowed them to do. And ratio wise, keep the right amount of students to teachers. All of that is it's just a crazy, delicate balance. And on Facebook this morning, I posted about it and someone said, oh, they'll figure something out to get more money. It's like not necessarily. And at what cost to families or potentially to the child care providers? So it's a stressful situation for everyone. And it's kind of been problems that have been building for years and years and years in many different parts of the child care sector now coming to a head with this specific federal funding running out. So I think people are just now fully realizing the, the chaos that exists in that world. 
Yeah, so just keep an eye on that. If you take your kids to a facility, it might be worth asking some questions just so you are aware of what they may have to do, whether that's raise prices or not uh, moving forward. All right, our next story, uh, a sad one on Paddock Road. It was a double shooting around 8.30 last night, and unfortunately a 15-year-old boy died. Another teenager was taken to the hospital. Uh, Cincinnati police tell us it was an initial drive-by shooting call. Uh, they're still trying to figure out what happened here, why this happened, who the suspects are. Nobody's been taken into custody at this time, but unfortunately, uh, a 15-year-old boy, we talk about gun violence a lot in our city, and uh, just another instance of teen violence and uh, a young boy passing away. Up next, government shutdown. Speaking of the government once again, we talked about the child care funding running out. Well, the government might just shut down entirely. Daniel Dindek was all over this one at the airport, because that's where we could see most of our local impacts initially. Yeah, which is an interesting way to keep in mind how this could impact you. Um, you and I were talking about it offline and just this definitely feels like the closest we've gotten you know you hear about this it feels like more and more yeah. frequently you, but you this... come up against it every now and then and it's usually like oh we'll pass a continuing resolution of some sort but this one seems like tomorrow at midnight saturday night at midnight probably gonna we're lock... gonna see something yeah uh whether it's a very very last minute deal or not um so yes at the airport the big thing here is that um, essential employees will continue to work without pay they'll get back pay later but a lot of those employees then start using sick days or aren't coming into work. You know, there's not as many repercussions, I would imagine, because you're in an interesting scenario with the government shutdown. So um, dozens of lawmakers saying the shutdown is likely. TSA, uh, again, most likely to see the impact. So just as a um, reminder, keep arriving at the airport as early as possible just because your wait times could increase. People will still come to work, but it just could be things a little bit slower. If someone does call out, they might have longer lines. National parks and museums will close. The post office will remain open. Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid payments will still come. The one that I keep watching, the passport. We have not planned a trip in years. And, you know, as soon we, as you tried to. I, and thankfully, you know, I was on top of it. We, we did it early enough, so I'm hoping that we should still be okay. But uh, passports may not be processed, so that's another thing to be very mindful of if you've got any kind of plans coming up. Yes, so once again, the government will shut down Saturday night at midnight. It'll be closed by October 1st, and then we will wait and see. Up next, a story we've been talking about for the last four years, COVID-19, but the newest vaccine has been released for the newest strains out there. Governor Mike DeWine, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine, uh, was had a little press conference yesterday just to remind people, stressing he was encouraging people to go out and get their COVID-19 booster, particularly for those over the age of us. Uh, 60, about 58,000 Ohio residents, according to him, have received theirs. He wants much more, many more to do that so they can remain protective. They're also saying when you get your COVID shot, you can get your flu shot at the same time. So you can knock both of those out because we'll see the run in the hospitals, whether it's talking about RSV, whether we're talking about flu, whether we're talking about cold, allergies, COVID, we'll see a lot of people start showing up. So they're saying to protect yourself now. If you have questions, just call your primary care physician. Uh, Ask the questions you want answered, and you can go from there. And our final story of the morning brought Kelly to tears when we aired the story. It was a one of those stories that in our newsroom, everybody was in their feels. A uh, principal, a vice principal, or assistant principal at Sycamore High School, an amazing surprise, Kelly. An incredible surprise. So she's in the middle of a very, very serious battle. This is her second go with cervical cancer, Princess Crenshaw's who we're talking about, and you know, her dream has always been to be a mother. And so she has gone through IVF trying to make that 
a possibility down the road because with cervical cancer, she's got to endure a lot of treatments that can be impacted. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, they surprised her at this appointment and I don't think our cameras knew that this was happening either. So they happened to be there talking with her about the importance of getting checked and maintaining those yearly appointments and all of that. But, um, the doctor came in and surprised her with IVF treatment, like she's not going to have to pay for these IVF treatments, which is so huge because she is already in such a crazy battle to be healthy, to be able to function like a normal human being. And now that's just one thing that she doesn't have to think about. So, um, you know, if you know anything about fertility treatments, they are not cheap, they are not easy. Um, and that's just one thing taken off of her plate that she can know is taken care of for her. So it's a really incredible story. And her message again about making sure you're staying up to date on your pap smears and your exams and following through with what the doctors tell you is so important. So please, please go to our website, WLWT.com and check out her story. Um, yeah, you'll <laughs> And of course, we both hope the best for Princess Crenshaw in her journey to become a mother and in her uh, battle against cancer as well. We hope for the best on both of those. So that's Kelly. I'm Steven. We'll leave you with that here on 5 on 5 in 5 and we'll be back on Monday. Have a great weekend.